0: Welcome to Global Outpouring. I'm Philip Buss.
1: And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us a special guest who is going to open up her heart and share her personal experiences of overcoming, overcoming the works of darkness, overcoming the things that tormented her because this is all about being an overcomer. Mary Lois Little, we are so glad to have you with us today. You've been a friend for probably 39 years. And isn't that amazing? That's amazing. I, I don't Sarah. know how the time goes by. Can't believe we it. We still feel as young as we did then, right?
0: Of course. Of course. Time still <laughs> flies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still flying. Yes, amen. amen.
1: And, and so, you know, we've we've experienced lots of things together. Mm. And many, many times I have heard you share stories that have been encouraging to me about how you have overcome things. Um Particularly, you know, this life, this Christian life that we live, is all about overcoming. That's for sure. And our adversary, there's a few things that we know about him. Um, we, we know he started out uh, appearing first as a snake. Okay? he's in, the, in, the, in Revelation, he's called a dragon. He's called the accuser of the brethren. Uh, he steals, kills, and destroys. He's the father of lies. I don't want to build him up. But, you know, we need to know who he is and his tactics. Mm-hmm. And he is like a roaring lion going around seeking whom he may devour. He's hungry. He's, he's trying to eat us for lunch. And, but
0: Jesus,
1: I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about that guy anymore. That's he's right. the forever loser. Amen. And, and anybody who works with him is also a loser. And he is such a deceiver, and he dupes people all the time. But we have a super victor in Jesus Christ. I want to introduce Mary Lois' testimonies with a scripture from 1 John chapter 3. It says, He that commits sin is of the devil. Okay, but the word commit there, it means to practice it as a habit. He that practices sin as a habit is of the devil. For the devil sins from the beginning, but for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's First John chapter 3 and verse 8. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And one of the first things he did, we were just reading in, in uh, the book of Mark, right at the beginning, one of the first things that he does is he casts out the devil, uh, devils, multiple devils, out of this guy in the synagogue. Okay. This is a guy that's coming to synagogue every week and he's got devils. And Jesus just, of course, the things manifested and, and you know, showed themselves for who they were. And, oh, you're the son of God. We know who you are. And Jesus said, shut up, get out of here. That's a 21st century version of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> shut up and get out of here. And, and that is the authority. When he comes to live inside of us, you have to know that that same authority is living inside of you to help you to overcome whatever it is that's tormenting you.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. I yeah. want to ask Mary Lois, first of all, tell us about what happened in your life regarding the spirit of fear. <laughs> because, um, you know, that is one of his... Greatest tactics. He he likes to work with smoke and mirror and pretend <laughs> to be something that he's not. To pretend that he's able to do something. And if if we believe him, that puts him in charge. Absolutely. So tell us about your your situation with the spirit of fear.
0: Well, I just have to begin uh, what I say with the truth of God's word from Second Timothy. Uh, chapter one, verse seven scripture, we all know and probably have memorized for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And as I was looking at the scripture before we started, I realized that the spirit of fear, it's a little S and it's a little F, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a little S under spirit and a little F under fear. Let's not let, the enemy get bigger than he's supposed to be that's right no capitalizing no capitalizing anything uh that the enemy is doing so growing up as a as a child i was i was tormented with fear i was locked up in closets and you know tormented scared Um, locked up in closets yes i had little boy cousins that loved to torment (laughs) oh it wasn't your mother Oh, no, no. (laughs) Oh, good. I just had to establish Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. No. (laughs) No,
1: I knew your mother, and I didn't think that she would ever do that. No, But cousins?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, little boy cousins. They love to torment little girls. (laughs) Yeah, brothers can do that, too. Yeah, when you're the only girl around, then uh, you get picked on. So anyway, but also what happened is that um, growing up, I was afraid of the dark, terribly afraid of the dark, and would have to have lights on, and... Uh, just had to have every kind. I remember being 26 years old and um, walking through my house. Um, were you married by then? Yes, I was married and I had a couple of kids by then, or at least Brian was uh, a year old or so. And we were living in Italy and Gene was gone. Uh, on He was in the Navy and he was gone and I was alone in the house and I didn't like being in the dark by myself so Mm -hmm. I would plan my little pathway uh to before going to bed I would see to that all the lights in my path to get from the kitchen back to the bedroom all the lights had to be on and and the final light um went out as I ran and leaped to get onto my bed because I thought for sure the enemy was going to grab me but God has not given us a spirit of fear. That's right. And thank God, but he's given us power and love and a sound mind. And so the years went on. Jean and I got filled with the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit was speaking in tongues. And I began to uh, look at the word of God. And and then um, as I got older, I I still had this battle with fear and I needed to be delivered. And and, um, I I just knew I had to have something from the Lord. And this one particular time, I I said, Lord, please, please deliver me. Please deliver me. And I had this vision. It was a, a very powerful vision of deliverance from my life. And I saw the Lord coming. He came to me and he had a broom in his hand. I love this story. Yes, it's a great story. He had, <laughs> he had a broom in his hand, and um, he was sweeping. And what I perceived from the experience that he was sweeping up all the fear in my life. He started from the beginning, and he was coming up, sweeping and sweeping. And I, as I watched this unfold in my in my spirit, yes, Jesus, um, uh, I thought, Oh, my goodness, how big is this thing going to be by the time it gets to where I'm at now? And finally, Jesus came up to the moment that I was in. And and I thought it was going to be a great, huge black ball. And it was just Jesus with the broom. And he bent over and he picked up a dustpan and he swept something up on the dustpan. And he lifted the dustpan up so that I could see. And on that dustpan was a loony thing, and it wasn't any bigger than my thumb. And it was standing on the dustpan and Jesus held it up so that I could see it. And it was standing on the dustpan, having a temper tantrum. And it was going, ee, 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 ee. I so mean, like, if, a, like an imp? Like, a, oh, it was yes. smaller than. I mean, it, if you could. I mean,
1: what, did, did it have like a, a form, like a head and yes, arms and yes, legs? And, yes,
0: it did. It had a form. And it, and it was just angry and it was upset. But as it was there on that dustpan, uh, having its self a fit one infinitesimal the tiniest tiniest drop of the blood of jesus came down on the top of its head and that thing it just exploded it was poof, and that thing was gone hallelujah (laughs) and and it was spectacular because as i said i didn't function well at night and but from that point on I could walk through a dark house without worrying about lights. I'm telling you, the Lord delivered me. Yes. He cleaned up oh. uh, all of that fear. He started back from when I was a child and he came up to that point. And that, but it has stood. Absolutely. Remember what it says in Galatians chapter 5? This is uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty of wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So Jesus set me free, but he set me on a path to understand the responsibility that I had to take for keeping my deliverance.
1: There you go. That's important.
0: And it really is. And 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 and 5 became uh, a foundational scripture for uh, me in those days early days, it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And I'll read verse six as well. Having in a readiness to revenge yeah. all disobedience yeah. when your obedience is fulfilled. All right, so how is my obedience fulfilled? Uh, fulfilled. It was bringing my thought life captive uh, that the patterns of fear mm-hmm. were not allowed to take root in any way. And I had an experience uh, at a Bible school school um and I had to walk through times where thoughts were coming at me Mm -hmm. in our worship time that would hinder the spirit of God and and um and there were times when I had to I would see things the enemy was putting things into my mind and throwing pictures at me and and I had to I had to sometimes they started when it first started this Whole experience lasted a a good six weeks, and I had to walk through it, beloved. I had to cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I said, I had to decree, Jesus Christ is Lord of my mind. I decree that Satan is uh, dethroned from the, uh, my thought life. Amen. And I Amen. had to say that, not one, or t- on. I had to say it. I, there were times when I was saying it every minute to break the power of the demonic that was attacking my mind. Now, I I just, and finally one morning, in the in morning devotions that we were at at school, the power of God came, and we were singing a sweet song, and, and we sang it, and I'm telling you, the breakthrough came, because the Spirit of God rose up inside of me, and um and I began to minister the Word of the Lord, because the attack against me was to shut down the prophetic uh, Word of the Lord. Right. But I want you to understand, if this uh, it took six to eight weeks of st- of uh, purposing that I wasn't going to allow my thought life to dwell on anything that wasn't that was evil, mm-hmm. and it's casting down all of those imaginations right. and standing and um, trusting the Lord uh, that He's given us power to tread upon uh, uh, on the enemy. That's uh, right. Just look yeah. at uh, Luke ten nineteen. I mean, there's our scripture. Yes. Behold, I give you power to tread Thread upon on serpents on and scorpions. scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, over all all the the power, power of the enemy. enemy. That word is all. How many is all? All. Oh, absolutely. It's totality. The power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. It's kingdom principles below. It's kingdom principles. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. You know, this is... That what you,
1: Something that you said reminded me of a message that I've been hearing a lot of people giving lately. Um, and I don't know who got it in the first place from the Holy Spirit, but either either the Holy Spirit is giving it in multiple places yeah. or we've heard yeah. it from one another, but we resonate with we retell them. And when Jesus said to his disciples, let's get in the boat and go to the other side, and then he went in the back and went, <laughs> and then the storm comes up. And all of these guys are, you know, they're fishermen. They know what one of these storms can do. They've mm-hmm. probably lost some of their friends to one. Yeah. But Jesus had said, "We're going to the other side," and and they woke him up and they said, uh, "Master, don't you care? We're about to die." And so he stands up and he rebukes the storm. Peace, be still, and everything is still. And they get to the other. When they get to the other side, he dealt with the demoniac. Right. Mm-hmm that had been, you know, living in caves and tombs and, and cutting himself. And, I mean, he was tormented with a whole, I mean, thousands. And the demons recognized Jesus and said, No, 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 don't don't come and take us out before our time. It's not our time yet. Can't we just go into these pigs? There's a thousand swine there's a thousand pigs. Which, as I, I understand, um, that there was a temple of Zeus in that area, and these were being raised for sacrifice. So Jesus didn't mind at all if they wanted to go into those those pigs, because, you know, pigs are unclean anyway. So the pigs go screaming down the hillside and into the lake and drown. And the Bible doesn't say what happened to the demons at that point. But, um, you know, they didn't want to be ousted from that place. And, you know, the point is that the storm came up to try and stop Jesus right. from getting to the other side, to try and stop him from accomplishing his purpose. That's and right. for this purpose this was, was the God of, Son of the God, God manifest manifests. to destroy the works of the devil. Right. And the spirit of fear was sent into your life mm-hmm. to try and destroy the, the works of, of, of God in your life. Yeah. And and this this unclean thing or whatever it was that was tormenting your mind was, was sent to try and keep you from entering GP. in. Yeah. And so uh, resonate with this, beloved. Resonate with this. What is the thing that's trying to get to you? recognize that this is something that that is trying to keep you from coming into your assignment in the purpose of God to destroy the works of the devil.
0: The enemy is going to do, he doesn't play fair. That's what I remember. He's just wicked. Yeah, Yeah, he just doesn't. I had an experience um, one time that I woke up in the morning and I felt that I heard this voice, and it was accusing me mm-hmm. of some kind of thing, because I can't tell you anymore what it is, because it's because of what happened, God took it away. But um, the miracle was that I don't remember it. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I woke up, and I was hearing this voice of accusation. And I heard it, and I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, why is the enemy coming at me? I've repented of this already. And, um, and it was going back into the memories and just bringing the memories of sinful life uh, to me. And, um, and I said, Abba, and I started praying in the Holy Spirit. And I said, okay, Father, you know, Jesus, you know, Holy Spirit, you all know that I've already repented of this sin. But um, Lord, the enemy is at me. So, Abba, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to repent all over again for this sin uh, so that the devil can hear it. The torment that's coming against me is going to hear my repentance. It's like I was before the court of heaven, mm. If I, um, not knowing any of that kind of teaching back then when this occurred, but I felt like I was presenting myself, I was presenting a case before the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and I was going to vocalize this uh, repentance because I said, Father, I want the enemy to hear so he knows. So I repented of whatever it was. I repented of it, and I said, that's it. You're finished. And beloved, the enemy was finished, and to this day, and as at a, I cannot recall, I do not remember the Lord wiped my the memory of the sin out of my memory. I do cannot because why? Because God is able to deliver. And what is that scripture in Isaiah fifty four? I believe. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue, and that includes the devil's spirit of accusation, that shall rise against you in judgment, it says, you shall condemn. Do you see that? It says, thou in the King James... Thou shalt condemn. We have to condemn the enemy. We have to put him in his place That's in the right. name of mm-hmm. Jesus. And we bring his righteousness to bear. So um, I remember sharing one time I just arrived and Gene uh, and I had ministry uh, established with uh, Global Outpouring, our house of peace there. They asked me to come and share for the Women's glow meeting, I shared a, te- uh, um, a message, and, and I dropped that story in my message. And um, I, I prayed for, I had an altar call, as we call it, and we say, and everybody came up, and they I would say 85% of them wanted me to uh, pray for them because of this spirit of memory recall is what i ended up realizing it was it's like a spirit sitting out there just jabbering away and reminding you but guess what we have all authority and power has been given to us and we can decree no weapon that is formed against me prosper hallelujah amen and um so I just want you to understand, beloved, we need to remember in this vision that I had that the devil wasn't even as my thumb, okay? And that uh, there's a scripture where it says that sin is revealed. Well, I'm I'm not quoting it properly at all, but I, I just want us to keep the perspective and don't make the devil greater than the power of God. Amen. Okay, because a lot of times... And yeah, um, Jesus just dealt with them. He told them to come out. He sent those pigs out. And you know, It's just it's realizing Jesus is Lord. And I think Proverbs 3, uh, 5, and 6 is powerful. As we walk in these days, beloved, we're to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not to, unto our own understanding in all our ways it says thy ways in your ways in my way acknowledge him and he shall direct hallelujah, hallelujah. amen yeah. we we just have the weapons of our warfare it's again as sharon said earlier it's it's bringing to bear the word of god and the authority and the victory it's mm. the victory i i'm just thrilled i i i had an experience um praying for uh someone uh, at the house of peace and um, suffering th- healing and I needed healing so we were praying together and the Lord brought this scripture from Isaiah 59 so they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift a standard and I saw a vision of a banner and it was red It had no letters on it, no, nothing written on it. But the Lord spoke to me and he said, slap the enemy in the face with it. And I said, really? And then I realized as I saw myself holding the banner and swinging, swinging against the enemy, uh, that was a, that w- that we needed healing and deliverance. I saw that that banner was soaked, blood of Jesus. Yes. Mm. So stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ is, and be not and again, tangled, uh, tangled with the yoke of bondage. Put that bondage under our feet, and let's be overcomers. Jesus, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I just want to um, give you just
1: a couple of scriptures to to add to this. First John chapter five and verse 18 says, there is no fear in love. love. If fear is the issue that you are dealing. And I think from time to time, we all deal with that issue. If if fear is your issue, remember this. There is no fear in love. And that's God's kind of love. But perfect or grown up, mature love casts out fear. And that's what happened to Mary Lois. Amen. The the perfect love of God swept fear out of her life from the very yeah. first trauma. Mm. You may have been traumatized as a child but from the very first trauma that blood of Jesus Christ casts out fear. And it says because fear has torment and you were experiencing torment. That's yeah. it. And he that fears is not made perfect or or mature in love. And our, our friend Siggy Oblander says when fear comes I have to love more. It's true. Mm. And you just let it's it's not that we can love more. We have to, we yield to the presence of the Lord that's inside of us because he is love. And we also have to remember with the spirit of recall, I'm reminded of when Martin Luther was being tormented by the devil. He, he, he saw the devil writing all of his sins on the wall and making this whole long list. And, and he's, you know, he's, He's shrinking about all of these horrible sins that he's committed. It's the spirit of recall. In his day, it was it written. Was. Okay, mm-hmm. in in the day that you were experiencing it, you know, it might be replaying the tape.
0: It was a voice. It, yeah.
1: it, it was a voice, but it was mm-hmm. like replaying, replaying, mm-hmm. replaying, mm-hmm. and and you know, today, it it might be a digital soundbite. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. However, it's recorded. The, the word of God. Oh, what what uh Martin Luther said when. This guy got, this demon got done writing. He says, there's one thing you forgot, devil. What he said to him was, uh, 1 John 1, the latter part of verse 7, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Mm -hmm. And in that moment when he said that scripture, the devil and all of his writing disappeared. You know, he nailed these things to the cross. Mm -hmm. And so we have revelation Well, I had Mary Lois share these things because they are revelation to us. Every testimony is a revelation. And if it worked for her, it will work for me. And if it worked for me, it will work for you. These are the things that God has for us. In Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11, it says now, and that means for us now, is come salvation and strength. And the kingdom of our God, beloved, the kingdom of God is closer now than it was yesterday. The kingdom of God and the power or the authority of his Christ, his Messiah. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they, the the brethren, that's us, overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. So we are standing in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and of his testimony and his testimony in us that gives us a testimony. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the good news of God's global outpouring. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information. Connect with us, get a link to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. You can browse our online bookstore for amazing anointed material. Until next time, this is Sharon Bus.
0: And I'm Philip Bus.
1: God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.